Northwestern is in the tournament officially, and I think we got to talk about it because those Wildcats, they're a seven seed. You are locked on Northwestern, your daily podcast on the Northwestern Wildcats, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey everybody and welcome. This is Locked On Northwestern, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Carter Bird, and thank you for making Locked On Northwestern your first listen every single day. We really appreciate it. We're available wherever you get podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you can find it. We are also on YouTube. Just search Locked on Northwestern. You can find us there. Um, Wherever you're listening, make sure you are subscribed and you turn on notifications. You don't want to miss an episode because it's March Madness time. It's that time of year. It's finally here, and Northwestern's in the field. We knew that this was going to happen. We did, but it's the second uh, NCAA tournament for this Northwestern team ever and by the way i know we're a little delayed but a little under the weather but we are talking about it now northwestern has made it um they are in the west region um there was the the selection show party uh in welsh ryan it looks like a great environment uh, a great way to celebrate this team to it was a special moment for this team and for this program, have to be you just have to be excited for the guys on this team, the guys on the roster, um, these seniors, because there are a lot of seniors on this Northwestern team. We don't know who um, all is officially gone, who all is officially coming back, with it being, I guess, the transfer portal these days. But then also, um, there's still COVID uh, rules at play right now um, in the NCAA. But I mean, look, this is huge for um, the the guys on this roster. This is huge for the seniors that stayed because we know the guys that left. We know the guys that uh, sought greener pastures. One of which um, will be sitting at home and won't be playing in the NCAA tournament. So I mean, you got to think about that. Good for guys like Boo Booey and Chase Audige, guys who. Um, were relied on to be leaders, to be uh, veterans, to um, be the engine that drives this team. Uh, defensively, Chase Audige, everything he's done, the recognition he's gotten, uh, the All-Big Ten honors he has gotten, the All-Defensive Team honors he's gotten, the um, Naismith Defensive Player of the Year semifinalist, all of that stuff. Uh, that's huge. That's just a testament to how hard he worked. He got healthy. Uh, he played well. Boo Booey, uh, first team all Big Ten, um, Bob Cousy Award finalist, all of these great things. We really saw him grow up. We saw him mature over the course of his career, especially over the course of this year. And he went from a good player to start the year to a great point guard and one of the five best point guards in college basketball over the course of the season. Um, And you cannot, I mean, he's been vital to this team. He is 
Mr. Calm, Cool, and Collected. Um, he's who you want the ball. You want the ball in his hands uh, with a chance to win the game. Or if you need a bucket uh, at the end of the game to force overtime or to win a game, he is your guy. And just, like, how awesome is this for Chris Collins? You know, back against the wall, kind of. Um, had slowly been building, and that was his messaging at Big Ten Media Days, was, I mean, we've gotten better every year for the past few years, but there was never that big step forward. It hadn't happened yet. It hadn't happened, and you felt like this was a back-against-the-wall, backed-into-a-corner type of season where – if you didn't take that next step, if you didn't make that big improvement, it might be hot seat time. It might be time to move on. Um, but, you know, he stayed true to the plan. He stayed true to the staff. Um, and this team got so much better uh, this past year. And we've seen them produce beyond anybody's wildest imaginations i mean just big win after big win a lot of highs a lot of lows but a heck of a lot more highs than lows this year and this team proved uh the doubters wrong they proved the media wrong uh because nobody expected anything from them they're picked 13th in the big 10 they finished second um just a credit to this team and how they have been so good um this season and how uh, they really came together and they, and they battled through all the adversity and they um, continued to scrape out wins early, built some confidence um, and then really took off in the second half of big 10 play. And it was, you love to see it. Uh, Regular season got a little choppy at the very end when you're playing on the road a bunch. Um, But the way that this team played this year, uh, it created a different environment, it created a different energy around the program, and that's great to see. That's awesome. It's it's encouraging when you look at uh, this Northwestern program. Uh, it feels like the expectation has changed with this group. The expectation is not to compete. The expectation is to win, and I don't think that it's been as it's been as much of a winning um, mindset until this group as they've matured into the group that they are now. Um, they built momentum, and they continue to help this program build and build and build. And everything from this point on is really is, is gravy. I mean, it's, it's uh, a cherry on top. I mean, the more you win, the better. Um, I mean, it's a 21-win season. Um, 21 and 11 overall, uh, 12 wins in the big, t- big 10, uh, most, um, that a North, this Northwestern program's ever gotten in the big 10, uh, finishing second in the big 10, especially when you're picked 13th. I mean, just so many positives, so many things to build on. Uh, and now, I mean, you got to lock up Chris Collins with an extension and let him continue to build this program. Um, because now that he's taken you to two NCAA tournaments, I think the foundation's really late. And now he can start building more and more and more and more. And we're going to talk about it um, as, as it progresses. Um, but we're going to talk about first the, the 
region that this Northwestern team finds itself in in just one second. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. But first, we got to talk about our friends at Built. The Built March Madness bracket is here. We know you have a favorite bar or puff. And now is your time to make it count. Go to BuiltMarchMadness.com to vote for your favorites. Uh, you know I'll be voting for the Cookies and Cream Bar. And if you want um, Northwestern to keep winning, then you'll be voting for that bar too. Uh, support your team. Support your bar or puff. Whatever it is, go find it. And when you vote for your favorite bar or puff, you'll be entered into a drawing where 50 lucky locked-on listeners will get a free box of Built. Not only that, but one locked-on fan will win a 12-month subscription to Built to have Built's best bars or puffs delivered monthly straight to your door. you got to try Built. Built the best protein bar ever, without a doubt. Seriously, they're so amazing. You won't think they're good for you. What makes Built Bars and Puffs so good? Well, for starters, they're all high in protein, low in sugar, and covered in 100% real chocolate. That's right, real chocolate. Run to BuiltMarchMadness.com right now to vote for your favorite bar or puff and pick up a box while you're there. You can vote uh, every day in March, so hop on and support your pick. Also, grab your bracket and go listen to the Locked On College Basketball Bracket Breakdown with national analysis and insights from our local experts. The Locked On College Basketball Bracket Breakdown has everything you need to make the most informed decisions on your bracket. Find the episode on Locked On College Basketball wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. All right, let's talk about this bracket because Northwestern is the seventh seed in the West. Uh, I think that's a pretty good seed for them, especially considering it did get a little uh, rockier at the very end of the year, um, dropping four of five, but you did get that necessary final uh, big quad one win that I really liked uh, to get that second place in the Big Ten tournament. Didn't pan out. You happened to run into a just red-hot uh, Penn State team that kind of like uh, everybody is now, had their back uh, against the wall and had to win a bunch of games down the stretch to make the tournament. They did just that. Uh, but this Northwestern team, uh, team as the seven seed in the West, uh, they are matched up with the 10 seed Boise State, a very scrappy bunch, um, a bunch that could uh, that was on the bub bubble for a long time and picked up some big wins. Um, and they were able to, um, I guess, 
make the NCAA tournament where they're uh, they have a date with Northwestern on Thursday um, in Sacramento. That's where these games will be played. The two seed uh, in Sacramento as well is UCLA. That's a UCLA team that's really really good and had a one seed resume, but is without Jalen Clark, its best defensive player. That's something that's very um, intriguing when you look. Uh, at a potential second-round matchup, this is not a 100% uh, UCLA squad. They're playing uh, the 15 seed UNC Asheville. Um, I know 15 over two seed wins happen sometimes. Uh, I don't necessarily see it with the um, with the experience that that UCLA team has. Uh, but also on this side of the bracket, when you look up and down it, uh, the three seed is a name that we've all heard uh, before. And one of these new blue bloods in college basketball in Gonzaga out of the West Coast Conference, um, a dangerous team uh, with Drew Timmy in what feels like his ninth year of college basketball, even though somehow it's only his uh, third or fourth. You know, like he still has another year, I think. Um and then they're matched up with the 14 seed Grand Canyon. Uh, the six seed is a very dangerous team out of the Big 12. Really, anybody out of the Big 12, you don't really want to take lightly with how good that conference was this year. But the six seed is TCU. Uh, and they're matched up with the winner of the first four game uh, that, that's the 11 seeds, Arizona State and Nevada. That game plays tomorrow, uh, so we'll have an eye on that one because it could affect uh, how this this region could shake out. Uh, on the other side of the bracket, the one seed is Kansas. Uh, Kansas is a legitimate blue blood in college basketball. They're very often a one seed. Uh, their big storyline is the status of Bill Self, who missed, who I think is okay, but uh, missed the Big Twelve tournament with a medical issue. Um, and if he's um, not on the bench, I do wonder how that could affect that Kansas team. They're matched up with the 16 seed Howard. Um, I, I know it's happened one time where a uh, 16 seed beat a one seed. I don't see a Kansas, a Bill Self Kansas team um, being one of those to add to that list. The eight, nine matchups, a very interesting one. Uh, in this region, um, eight seed Arkansas is a really talented, really athletic, really long team with a uh, high lottery pick in Nick Smith Jr. They have a very high ceiling. Um, they kind, they're kind of hit or miss depending on where, when they show up uh, each day. Um, their ceiling is so high, and they can play really tough, and they can uh, beat anybody in this tournament. But then they also have these weird games where they just it just doesn't gel. Uh, they're matched up with nine seed Illinois out of the Big Ten, a team that Northwestern is familiar with, a team that is familiar with Northwestern. Um, split the series between these two teams. North, Northwestern did uh, in the last time we saw Boo Booey go crazy for 35 points. Uh, he outscored Illinois in the first half of the game. Um, he was so dominant, but kind of ran out of gas. And then we saw Terrence Shannon uh, Jr. return the favor uh, in the second half and have a really, really 
impressive second half as um, Illinois stormed back from an 18-point deficit to win the game by two. Uh, the five seed is St. Mary's. They have a stud freshman, uh, true freshman point guard named Aiden Mahaney. Um, there, so we got both WCC big name schools in this um, bracket with Gonzaga and uh, St. Mary's. Wouldn't wouldn't it be fascinating if they ran into each other for what a fourth time this year? Uh, the 12 seed that they're matched up with is VCU. VCU is one of those teams that I feel like it's always figures out a way to make their way in the NCAA tournament. Uh, what Shaka Smart that built them up, and then they've maintained pretty well uh, since then. The four seed is UConn, which is a very very talented team. Uh, they got all the way way up in the top five early in the year. They were number two, I think, uh, to Purdue. Um, they got Adama Sanogo. Uh, they got Hawkins. They're a team that I'd be scared of um, if if I was paired up with them, uh, if I had to play them in March, just because I feel like that UConn team, if they put it together, they can make a dangerous, dangerous, dangerous run in the NCAA tournament. They're matched up with 13-seed Iona. That is Rick Patino's Iona. I don't know how much longer it's going to be Rick Patino's Iona, but he has built a heck of a program at Iona. They've won a ton of games the last three years, uh, making the NCAA tournament a few times. Um, he's probably going to leave for a bigger pro program next, but i tell you what, they're going to be a pick that a lot of people really like uh, to pick for an upset in the first round. Um, and that is the region that Northwestern in it is in. In a second, we're going to talk about um, the tournament because the tournament's already going right now. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, the games that are already kicking off in just one moment. But first, we got to talk about our friends at FanDuel. The midway point of the NBA season is here. And now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sports book, because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if you if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scores to threes drained, uh, especially right now with March Madness kicking off. There's so many opportunities to get involved uh, with the FanDuel Sportsbook uh, app. It's, um, I mean, look, it even lets you combine bets for a chance at a bigger payout with a same-game parlay. So don't miss the chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Also, thanks for making Locked On Northwestern your first listen every day. For your second listen, check out our brand new podcast, Locked On College Basketball. Experts Isaac Shade and Andy Patton bring you everything you need to know on and off the court. Plus, hear from big-name experts, coaches, and players throughout the basketball landscape. Locked on College Basketball, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcast. 
So there you have it. Uh, let's talk about these games because the tournament's happening right now. Uh, tournament is already underway in Dayton as the first four kicked off tonight. First game was uh, Southeast Missouri State versus Texas A&M Corpus Christi. Uh, it's taking place right now. A pair of 16 seeds. Uh, and the winner uh, gets to draw number one overall seed, Alabama. Um, so basically... Uh, whenever you get a, a situation like that, these teams are playing for the right to lose to Alabama by 40 or 30 or whatever, because that Alabama team is, uh, morals aside, very uh, talented, very good, very athletic. Uh, they can shoot and they can score in a hurry. Uh, the other game tonight, Pittsburgh versus Mississippi State. Uh, a pair of 11 seeds there. The winner gets Iowa State the sixth seed. Uh, this year, I mean, we know Pitt. Uh, Pitt's a team that Northwestern saw this year. Uh, they exceeded all expectations. They really weren't expected to be an NCAA tournament team. Very scrappy. They lit it up from deep against Northwestern earlier this year. Mississippi State is a very physical team. Uh, they got smashed the last time out by Alabama. Watch out for Tolu Smith down low. Uh, if this state team keeps going because he is the heart and soul of that team at center. He is a really, really good player. Um, and he is, he's really been impressive to watch um, this year. Tomorrow, we got two more games in the first four. Uh, 16 seed Fairleigh Dickinson uh, versus 16 seed Texas Southern. Remember that Fairleigh Dickinson team did not win their conference tournament. Merrimack is just not allowed to be in the NCAA tournament for the four-year uh, Division I basketball transition rule that I hate so, so very much. Um, so Fairleigh Dickinson made it to the championship and already knew they were in the NCAA tournament. The winner of this game gets Zach Eady and one seed Purdue. So good luck with that uh, for two smaller school teams uh, I don't know how they're going to deal with 7'4", 305-pound Zach Eady. Uh, I mean, you saw how he had his way uh, in the Big Ten tournament. Penn State made it close in the championship game, but um, like Ohio State and teams like that really struggled with him. Uh, the line for this game is Texas Southern minus 2.5 of these lines brought to you by our friends at FanDuel. Uh, the line is Texas Southern minus 2.5, over-under of 148. Uh, if you're going to make me pick, make a pick, I'm just going to gut pick Fairleigh Dickinson plus two and over 148. Uh, the other game tomorrow night is number is 11 seed Nevada versus 11 seed Arizona State. Uh, Arizona State's a two and a half point favorite in this game, over under of 133 and a half. You can find those lines on the FanDuel Sportsbook. Uh, if I'm going to make a pick, I'm going to pick. Um, Nevada plus two and a half. I think we get the half point uh, value because I think other places it is at two. Uh, right now, the consensus is two. It's a two and a half on uh, FanDuel right now. And I'm going to take under 130 and a half because when these teams, when Nevada wins games, it's very low scoring. Uh, they like to make it, to muck it up and make it ugly. Um, and then look, hey, if you're looking for other college basketball to keep an eye on, uh, the NIT is happening right now as well as a lot of those games including uh, are going on, including right now, I think Rutgers plays tonight. Uh, one of the f famous snubs of the NCAA tournament, Michigan, some other Big Ten teams involved if you want to keep an eye on that. But I think that's going to do it for today's episode. 
Uh, thank you for uh, sticking with us because uh, was was out of town, unable to record on Friday, and then been under the weather um, to start this week. Um, but thank you for making Locked On Northwestern your first listen every single day. We're available wherever you get podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever. We're also on YouTube. Just search Locked On Northwestern. You can find us there. Um, and, yeah, wherever you're listening, make sure you're subscribed and you turn on notifications because uh, you don't want to miss an episode because it's March Madness time. Uh, these these This time of year, uh, I'm your host, Carter Bird. You can follow me on social media at CarterBird13, and I'll see you all tomorrow.